2: With Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives, get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley.
3: Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for the truth? Can you handle it? (laughs) Well, that's what we're going to look at today. Where we're avoiding the truth and we're going to hunker down and have a healing. I'm so available. I'm so ready. I know you are too. So let us do this wonderful, wonderful healing work together. Mm, so good. What a blessing. So as you know, we always begin with our hand on our heart in grace and in gratitude. Yes, yes, yes. So good. Mm. So just take that breath, that holy breath of love and gratitude. Hmm. And we remember right now to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self. We forget any attachments that we have to this world. And in this moment, we rest in the spirit. We tune into the heart. We seek The kingdom which is within, it is the kingdom of love, pure love, our redeemer. Any place in our mind where we have forgotten love, the value of love, we're opening for a healing right now. Love is our healer. Love is healing us right now. We open our hearts, we open our minds to an explosion of the truth in our awareness The truth sets us free, and we're willing to be free right now. We're willing to share the benefits of our holy life of love with everyone, because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Mm. Yes. So let us dive in. <laughs> I am so, ah, oh, I just am on fire today, on fire this year. And I don't know about you, but I'm just going to say what is true for me. I feel more available, more willing, more expansive than I ever have in my whole life. And just taking this breath with you right now, I'm so grateful that we're connected and I love that we use technology to transcend the illusion of time and space and to step into the truth together. So whenever you're listening, wherever you're listening, we're connected in the heart because that's the nature of the oneness. It's our heart connection that is our healing And there is so much healing that's available for us. I'm claiming it for us right now. I honestly feel a profound difference since the 12-12-12 gateway opening, since the end of the Mayan calendar, all these shifts and changes. And I know, of course, that it is the willingness that I'm cultivating that is bringing forth this expansion and this healing. But I have to say... I'm seeing it all around me. So one of the things I notice is this increased willingness in so many of the students in my classes. So for instance, right now I have two classes going on. My year-long Masterful Living course, we're just getting started. And it's that year-long support and guidance Step by Step, How to Step Into This Life of Peace and Freedom, True Love Unfolding, Masterful Living Course 2013, and then right now, today, we have Week 2 of Prayer Power, my three-week class on the power of prayer and how to activate that in your life, because it is absolutely the greatest power tool we have. Our prayers, is it's our word, it's our thought, it's the clarity to align with the divine and really release the habits of energizing negativity and re-experiencing it. So I love that prayer power class. Every time I get to teach it, some people say it's the favorite class of theirs that I offer. So what I'm noticing is that... People in the class are rocking it this year like never before. There is just an expanse of willingness whew, that I'm, I'm feeling in everyone, everywhere in this this class. So, kudos to everyone in the class who might be listening now. <sighs> Let us dive in. So what came for me to share this week is the lessons of the Holy Spirit this is one of the key parts it's it, it's in the uh, text chapter six section five the lessons of the Holy Spirit and one of my favorite parts is here talks about how we're sleeping right we're sleepwalking we're dreaming that we're awake. Paragraph 2, page 104. How can you wake children in a more kindly way than by a gentle voice that will not frighten them, but will merely remind them that the night is over and the light has come? Right? This is the voice of the Holy Spirit in us. It is our own higher, holy self, which is why in my prayers, in my classes, I say the higher Holy Spirit self, because sometimes I notice Course and Miracle students begin to think that they're separate from the Holy Spirit. They think that the Holy Spirit is separate from them, but there is no separation. Not even with the Holy Spirit, there is no separation. There's only the unity and only the oneness. So the voice of the Holy Spirit is never going to frighten us. It's really not. This is one of the questions I get all the time from people. How do I know the difference between the ego voice and the voice of the Holy Spirit, the higher self, the holy self? The ego voice will always have an edge to it of fear. It's always there's something wrong, something is not good, something is bad, something is wrong with us wrong with you. But the Holy Spirit will never say those things to us because they're not true. And it's the truth that sets us free. How can you wake children in a more kindly way than by a gentle voice that will not frighten them, but will merely remind them that the night is over and the light has come? You do not inform them that the nightmares that frighten them so badly are not real because children believe in magic. Right? You do not inform them that the nightmares that frighten them so badly are not real because children believe in magic. So the Holy Spirit is not telling us that our nightmares, our living nightmares, the, the drama and the trauma that we're experiencing is not real, right? Some Course of Miracles students work with that thought, it's not real so it doesn't matter, They're trying to deny their experience in a way that's actually often not helpful to them. So we can say, even though this world is an illusion, I can recognize that my thoughts are producing my experience. And so I can change my thinking to change my experience. What it says here, you merely reassure them that they are safe now. So the Holy Spirit's reassuring us we're safe now. This world is an illusion. Then you train them to recognize the difference between sleeping and waking so they will understand. They need not be afraid of dreams. And so when bad dreams come, they will themselves call on the light to dispel them. So this is one of the most valuable teachings in the world to me. Think of it this way. Think of, if you think of something in your life that terrifies you, there might not be anything. Maybe it's something that just is a mild concern. But whatever it is that perhaps most bothers, irritates, worries, terrifies you, just call that into your mind right now while I have a sip of my tea. Now, if in your mind you believe that that is true, you believe all the things that you think about it are true, then if you were to give yourself permission to really go into it and think about it, you could become quite terrified. I have met a number of people over the years who have this train of thinking. They think... I don't know if my boss likes me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep this job. I don't know that I'm good enough to keep this job. I think they're going to find me out and fire me. And then if they fire me, I won't be able to get another job. And so I'm going to not be able to pay my rent or my mortgage. My spouse will leave me, and then I'm going to end up living out of my car, and I'm going to die sick, destitute, penniless, and unloved. So in this moment, let's say the boss is having a cranky day and looks at them with uh, what? Some kind of... And they make the meaning of it, the boss doesn't like me, I'm going to get fired. And in like zero to 60, in three seconds, they go from everything is fine to now they're dying, sick, penniless, unloved in their car. So many people have that thought pattern. I am not kidding you. It is a very strong pattern in the human race consciousness. You know, and it may come from some people have actually had that kind of experience throughout the thousands of years of humanity. They, even going back to cave times, you know, where (laughs) they were obnoxious or unkind, unloving themselves So they were identified with the ego, and then they were rude, and the community, the caveman community, ostracized them, and they were out on their own, and without the support of the community, they quickly were consumed by the dinosaurs and died, or something like that. Seriously, so these thoughts, these terrifying thoughts are so strong in the race consciousness, and yet they only have the power that we give to them. So it's all about when we recognize, oh, that thought is concerning me, and we start to move into what I call, we get on the pain train. So the the experience happens with the boss, let's say, and then they get on the pain train. One thought leads to another, and next thing they know, they're dead in their car, unloved, penniless, sick, As soon as you start to feel uncomfortable, then that's when you know you got on the pain train. You can get off that train. You don't have to ride the train to the end every time. And so here on page 104, chapter 6, the lessons of the Holy Spirit, section 5, it's talking about the Holy Spirit will speak to you and will say, You're safe now. And it says here, you merely reassure them that they're safe now. Then you train them to recognize the difference between sleeping and waking so they will understand they need not be afraid of dreams. And so when bad dreams come, they will themselves call on the light to dispel them. So when you start to feel a little bit uncomfortable, this is when you train yourself to call on the light to dispel you. Go into prayer which is why I'm teaching this prayer power class now. Because it's very simple. And once you learn prayer, it's like riding a bike. You've You've got the ability to ride the bike the rest of your life. So a little bit of training, you've got the ability to call upon the light the rest of your life. I mean, you have it now. You certainly don't need a class with me. But if you'd like one to help you train your mind to go to prayer, That's what I'm offering. So a wise teacher teaches through approach, not avoidance. So the Holy Spirit's approaching us, not avoiding us. He does not emphasize that you must avoid to escape from harm, but what you need to learn to have joy. So the emphasis is not what you must avoid, but how to learn to have joy. This is what the Holy Spirit is teaching us. This is what Jesus is teaching us through the teachings of A Course of Miracles. We already know how to make a mess of things. And if we, since we know how to make a mess of things, we also know how to avoid it. Hello? We do, right? We know, and yet we choose making a mess of things again and again and again with things like self-sabotage and self-medication. And if you feel caught in a lot of uh, self-medication and self-sabotage, it can feel like a whirlpool pulling you down, right? You you feel like, oh my gosh, self-medication is all I have to keep me from killing myself sometimes. I have felt that way. I know what that is. And so the if we knew how to avoid it, we would. And the answer really is to call upon the light. But we do have to get some practice. We, we need to prove to ourselves that we can live this miraculous life in order to really transform things. That's why I offer a year-long class so that it's, A little by little, you retrain your mind until it's so easy to choose the light. You wouldn't think of not choosing the light. A wise teacher teaches through approach, not avoidance. Consider the fear and confusion a child would experience if he were told, do not do this because it will hurt you and make you unsafe. But if you do that instead, you will escape from harm and be safe, and then you will not be afraid. It is surely better to use only three words. Do only that. Do only that which brings love and peace and harmony and miraculous healing. Do only that. I remember years ago, I was doing something with my little nephew And I kept saying to him, honey, don't do it that way. Don't do it that way. No, that's not going to work. And his mother, my sister-in-law, said to me, Jennifer, instead of telling him what you don't want him to do, tell him what will work. And I thought, oh, my God, that is brilliant. (laughs) So we can learn to speak this way to ourselves. We can work this way with ourselves. Yes, the light is entering into our minds even now. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk on Unity Online Radio. We'll be right back.
0: You are listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. To support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Your contribution helps us broadcast messages of love and inspiration throughout the world.
4: Are you feeling trapped by a situation you can't control? Don't know where to find help? Do you wonder if help even exists? It does, and it's always been there for you, hidden inside the ancient New Testament story of Lazarus. Unity Books invites you to unlock the secrets to peace and healing in The Lazarus Blueprint, new from best-selling authors Mary Alice and Richard Chafola. Marvel as they unveiled six steps for overcoming seemingly impossible situations. Read about people like you who've used the steps to triumph over personal illness, financial hardship, and even the loss of a loved one. The Lazarus Blueprint offers a fresh new approach for fixing anything in your life. With steps so universal, timeless, and powerful, they can work for everyone. Make it your turning point. Get the Lazarus Blueprint today, online at unitybooks.org.
5: Do you think you know all you want to know about the characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much, or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women— The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Rev. Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from a historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of this lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life, only at Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles,
3: Partnering up with the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is not going to terrify us or frighten us, but is going to help us remember to choose the light. So, where it's not about figuring out what to avoid, we already know what to avoid. Hello, we know, we know, but that's not what we choose. (laughs) So, one of the biggest challenges that people have is this. Uh, seemingly endless wanting needing and craving and so when we're in the wanting and the needing and the craving and this is something i really go into depth in and so people can really heal it in masterful living my year-long course when people have this endless craving needing wanting there's a, a constant pattern and this this has been the most challenging thing for me to heal, which is why I'm absolutely compelled to share with people what I've done for my own healing, because I used to think I was lacking everywhere, all the time. And I used to think that I wasn't good enough, there was something wrong with me. I was so convinced of that. And I also really, really believed that I couldn't be happy unless I accomplished certain goals, unless I had certain things. And I, I had all these beliefs, like I have to accomplish this by the time I'm 30, this by the time I'm 40, that by the time I'm 50. All of these things are I couldn't be happy. So now I know I was clueless. And I I took all kinds of workshops and classes and studied all kinds of spiritual books to try and get some clarity about how to end that wanting. But I never really got it until I was truly willing. Until I was truly willing. And here to me, is the key. So it's in the, in, uh, the lessons of the Holy Spirit, chapter six, section five. It breaks it down really clear. The first lesson is to have, give all to all. Oops. <laughs> Got to unplug the phone. To have, give all to all. When your body and your ego and your dreams are gone, you will know that you will last forever. Perhaps you think this is accomplished through death, but nothing is accomplished through death because death is nothing. Everything is accomplished through life and life is of the mind and in the mind. The body neither lives nor dies because it cannot contain you who are life. If we Share the same mind. You can overcome death because I did. This is what Jesus is telling us here. Death is an attempt to resolve conflict by not deciding at all. Check that out. Death is an attempt to resolve conflict by not deciding at all. So what happens is people keep affirming all their life, the endless needing and wanting, the lack, the limitation. And now we've even got it spiritualized where we're trying to manifest stuff using the law of cause and effect by keeping our attention on the stuff, keeping our quote-unquote vision on the stuff. We have a vision of a life with all this stuff, right? And we're visioning all this stuff like in The Secret. We're trying to magnetize or rather attract to us all this stuff, the law of attraction. its I call it the law of projection. It's, it's really about if you focus on this stuff, you can attract it. Yeah, but here's the thing. To me, it is the gross misuse of the law of cause and effect because we're only affirming, A, that we're in lack and limitation that we don't have and that the stuff will make us happy. And ultimately, we're going to figure out that the stuff cannot make us happy. It's not real. It is part of the illusion. So, yes, we can become master manifestors. But we can cut to the chase right now and seek the kingdom first, which is within, and all else will be added unto you. It's what part of all else don't we understand? Why would we be focusing on learning to manifest stuff, the perfect mate, the perfect job, the perfect house, and all that stuff, unless we thought all of that was truly valuable? Now this this is the, the, the truth, this is the deep mystical teaching. The only thing that's really valuable is our true identity as the perfect givers and receivers of love. To have, give all to all. Listen to this. Death is an attempt to resolve conflict by not deciding it all. Like any other impossible so- solution, the ego attempts, it will not work. So it's telling us that if, if what he's telling us here is that if we're attempting to get all that stuff, energizing the not having, the lack and the limitation, the craving and the wanting, all of our life, we're going to be in constant conflict. So we're going to feel constantly lacking, upset, needing and craving because we think we don't have and that it's out there and we've got to attract it to us. You know, if we're using the law of attraction that way, we're affirming every single time that we don't have it, you see, and that we need to get it. But the kingdom is within. Seek first the kingdom which is within, and all else will be added unto you. It will not work any other way. So then what happens is we we die. The physical body dies because our whole life we have not been paying attention to what truly matters. What we're interested in recognizing that we've already been given eternal life, (laughs) right? This is what Jesus proved with his human life, that we have eternal life. He says here, God did not make the body because it is destructible and therefore not of the kingdom. The body is the symbol of what you think you are, separate. It is clearly a separation device and therefore does not exist. The Holy Spirit, as always, takes what you have made and translates it into a learning device. So this is how we know that it's all good all the time. If we don't like it, we might think it's not good. But it's not that the experience is not good. It's that our thinking is not good. Change our thinking, we can change our experience. The experience is always good because it's always teaching us what we're thinking. The Holy Spirit, as always, takes what you have made and translates it into a learning device. Again, as always, he reinterprets what the ego uses as an argument for separation into a demonstration against it. Time for me to have a sip of tea. So that's why if you think that the stuff is going to make you happy... If you actually manifest it, right, you attract it to you, you've got it, you might feel happy for a moment. And you might actually think that you're happy because you have that thing that you so desperately wanted to attract. But the truth of the matter is, you're actually happy because you stopped wanting for a moment. That's why you're happy. So, as always, the Holy Spirit reinterprets what the ego uses as an argument for separation into a demonstration against it. If the mind can heal the body, but the body cannot heal the mind, then the mind must be stronger than the body. Every miracle demonstrates this. The mind is stronger than the body. If you'd like to heal the body, look to the mind. If you want to heal the mind, do not look to the body. The body is an illusion, the mind is real. Paragraph 3, I've said that the Holy Spirit is the motivation for miracles. He always tells you that only the mind is real because only the mind can be shared. This is critical. The sharing, the oneness, unity. This is the thing that we're not valuing if we value thoughts of separation. Healing, all the pain and suffering of separation, is all about choosing the light, like we were talking about before. Instead of looking to avoid the darkness, choose the light. The light is the oneness. It is the unity. Love is the unity. Love is the oneness. Love is the light. This is what we're choosing. Love is the healer. Only the mind can be shared. The body is separate and therefore cannot be part of you. To be of one mind is meaningful, but to be one body is meaningless. By the laws of mind, and the body is meaningless. To the Holy Spirit, there is no order of difficulty in miracles. This is so key to understand. Because the ego will always be telling you there is an order of difficulty. People say all the time, I have a big problem, I have a little problem. No. There's no big and there's no little in God. There's no order of difficulties. And that's the good news. So you might think that your body is diseased. That's a big problem. No. No. It's actually an asset. It's, the body is a learning device. This is where your learning is. Instead of thinking it's a problem, be grateful It is your learning. Your learning is at hand. You cannot escape it very easily if it's in your physical experience. To the Holy Spirit, there is no order of difficulty in miracles. This is familiar enough to you by now, but it has not yet become believable. Would you like it to be believable? Yes, please. <laughs> Therefore, you do not understand it and cannot use it. So let's, let's get to where we can understand it and use it. We have too much to accomplish on behalf of the kingdom to let this crucial concept slip away. It is a real foundation stone of the thought system I teach and want you to teach. You cannot perform miracles without believing it, because it is a belief in perfect equality. Only one equal gift can be offered to the equal sons of God. What is the Son of God? The Son of God is love. That's what you are. Seek first the kingdom, which is within. What is the king in the kingdom? Love. What are you? Love. The king in the kingdom is the Son of God, which is love. Always it's love. It's who you are, it's what you are. It's all that is real. You cannot perform miracles without believing it because it is a belief in perfect equality. Uh, Only one equal gift can be offered to the equal sons of God, and that is full appreciation. Nothing more and nothing less. Without a range, order of difficulty is meaningless, and there must be no range in what you offer your brother. Total love all the time. To have, give all to all. That is the quote-unquote secret. To have, give all to all. In other words, release the thought of separation. Love without obstruction, without preferences. Wholly and completely. This is the true healing. I'm going to jump ahead here. I'm on page 105 in the text. The Holy Spirit sees the body only as a means of communication. So we don't need to see the body as any other thing. It's just a means of communication. And because communicating is sharing, it becomes communion. Communion. What is communion? It's that deep connection with the oneness, right? This is what prayer is. This is, I'm in my week two of my three week prayer power class. And you can still join us, still enroll today. You can get it later if you want. This is what prayer is. It is consciously deciding now. I am tuning my mind into communion. This is what the healing is all about, the communion. Because the perfection and the wholeness is already ours. If we're not experiencing the perfection and the wholeness, it's because we're choosing something else. So it's not about avoiding the darkness. It's about choosing the light. Choosing the unity. Choosing to see our brothers and sisters as not separate. Perhaps you think that fear, as well as love, can be communicated and therefore can be shared. Yet this is not so real as it may appear. Those who communicate fear are promoting attack, and attack always breaks communication, making it impossible. Think of how many things that are part of our government, part of our workplace, part of our family, that are about controlling and manipulating people with fear. When people engage in that, they can't hear their intuition, right, which is true communication. But no one can make us afraid. They can try their, you know, dead-level best, but they can't make us afraid. We have to choose that for ourselves. That's the only way. Egos do join together in temporary allegiance, temporary allegiance, but always for what each one can get separately. Aha! The Holy Spirit communicates only what one can give to all. He never takes anything back because He wants you to keep it. His teachings begin with the lesson to have, give all to all. This is a very preliminary step and the only one you must take for yourself. So this is what we're learning to practice, to have, give all to all. Seek first the kingdom which is within and all else will be added unto you to have, give all to all. So you see, the kingdom, the unity, the oneness, this connection, it's all within. It's really recognizing that there is no separation, the separation never occurred, it is a fantasy, it is an illusion, it's not a reality. If you believe that it's true, then you'll see it. You've got to believe it before you'll see it. So the undoing It's not about trying to look at all the false beliefs, examine them one by one. You can do that. I have done that. It can be helpful, but it is the more slow drip method. Allow yourself to totally know the oneness. Choose love. Choose to extend love, to share love. This is the quickest route to the end of wanting and the recognition of having, which is your freedom. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're living A Course of Miracles here at Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk, we're living the love, and I'll be right back.
5: Think you know all you want to know about the characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women? The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Rev. Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from a historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of this lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life only at Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
3: We're back. (laughs) Don't you love this topic? I love this topic. It's fantastic. So, to have give all to all. How amazing and wonderful is that? To have give all to all. It's so not rocket science. It's very simple. But why do we find it difficult? Why do we find it hard? Hmm? It's because we don't want to share. It's because we believe in lack and limitation. We believe in separation. And so we keep energizing it and choosing it. And here's what happens. It's... If I think there's not enough, if I think I want something, then obviously I'm clearly thinking I don't have it, right? So that's why the teaching is seek first the kingdom, which is within and all else will be added unto you to have give all to all. So if you really are interested in recognizing that the kingdom is pre-installed and you'd like to have that experiencing experience of dynamically magnetizing, you can call it attracting, whatever it is that's necessary for you to live the perfect life of love, including the friends, the loved ones, the family, whatever the stuff that might be necessary for you to live that expansive life of love. It will be added unto you when you give all to all. Now, the only thing that's real that you can share, that you can give, is love and expressions of love, like patience, kindness, generosity, being truly helpful, extending compassion. These are the only things that are real that you can share you you might think well no i can share ice cream i can share sex i can share money but those things are not going to bring you the abundance and the prosperity experience they won't because abundance and prosperity are expressions of love intelligence, wisdom, creativity. Let's say you are um, an artist of some kind. Maybe you're an artist in the kitchen. Maybe you're an artist at the sewing machine. Maybe you're an artist in the garden. Wherever your creativity is potentially expressed, if you would like to have Extraordinary creative expression. Be divinely inspired. Give all to all. Be patient. Be loving. Be kind. Be generous. Be compassionate. That's how you're going to open the doors to your creative expression. That's how you're going to open the doors to healing the physical body. That's how you're going to open the doors to healing the emotional body. Every year in my year-long class in Masterful Living, people experience miraculous physical healing, emotional healing, financial healing, healing of all kinds. Do I teach them how to heal their body? I do not. Because there is one healing technique that heals everything. To have, give all to all. I didn't invent it. I don't create it. I have just learned how to apply it in my own life and I'm interested in knowing even more clearly this truth, extending even more love, more compassion, more generosity, more patience, more kindness. I'm interested in any way that I'm not seeking the kingdom first. I'm interested in eliminating that and not necessarily through figuring out what it is, but simply becoming a better sharer. I I have this expression about being the perfect givers and receivers of love. This is our true identity. If we are experiencing lack and limitation, it's because we've forgotten that we can share perfectly. We're thinking that sharing looks a particular way. No. No. Why? Because in this 3D world of illusion, the ego mind is always evaluating things by how it looks. Right? There's, we're so enamored of how things look. You know, how does your body look? How does your face look? Have you got wrinkles? Have you got some cellulite? Have you got? Are your breasts too big or too small? Is your butt too big or too small? How does it look? right there's such we worship the physical and where does it get us misery suffering pain to have give all to all if you'd like to feel great about yourself stop judging everyone else and how do you stop judging everyone else really simple love extend love extend generosity patience kindness compassion That's it. You don't even need to read A Course in Miracles. You do not need to study it. Just practice that. That one little thing all day long. How can I be a better giver and receiver of love? That's what I'm into. That's my thing. That's it. And every day, if you discover another way where you can be loving and compassionate, generous, kind, and patient without trying to get anything in return. Because remember, if you're trying to get something, if you're giving to get, you are affirming that you do not have. Stop it. And instead, affirm, share. To have, give all to all. Because when you're sharing patience, kindness, generosity, compassion, you are affirming that you have. Seek first the kingdom which is within, and all else will be added unto you. So when you seek to express the kingdom, to know the kingdom, to live in the kingdom, to explore the kingdom, to value the kingdom above all else. And what is the kingdom? Of course, it's love. 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 All you need is love. And you got it. You got it. You're made in the image and likeness of love. It's up to you what you think. It's so simple. So simple. People go all around the world, spend millions and thousands and hundreds of dollars to try and figure out a strategy. A strategy to build their business, to become famous, to get more money, to find their perfect mate, to have, give all to all. It is the never fail powerful strategy. (laughs) It's a strategy. It's the truth. So it says here in in chapter 6 on page 106, paragraph 6, lots of 6 is here. This is a very preliminary step and the only one you must take for yourself. No one can do it for you. It is not even necessary that you contemplate the step yourself, but it is necessary that you turn in that direction. Having chosen to go that way, you place yourself in charge of the journey where you and only you must remain. This step may appear to exacerbate conflict rather than resolve it because it is the beginning step in reversing your perception and turning it right side up. Let me say that again. So this first step, the preliminary step of valuing the teaching to have Give all to all. This step may appear to exacerbate conflict rather than resolve it because it is the beginning step in reversing your perception and turning it right side up. This conflicts with the upside down perception you have not yet abandoned, or the change in direction would not have been necessary. So here's the thing what it's saying here is if you feel conflicted about giving, being patient, with certain people if you feel conflicted about being compassionate or non-judgmental with certain people it's because you still love the thoughts of separation you cherish them you value them they think they're worth holding on to you do not yet know that they are the cause of all your suffering oh my goodness let's move out of coping strategies and into profound healing Remember, Masterful Living, my year-long course, just starting, jenniferhadley.com, all the details there. Let us pray. Hand on our heart, we are grateful and thankful to allow the truth to set us free. We are willing, and we are grateful for our healing. We share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and in gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen amen amen. I love you. Have a great week. Remember, lots of free stuff at jenniferhadley dot com. It's all for you.
2: Thank you for tuning in to a Course in Miracles Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way.
4: Stop feeding your problems by calling them problems. Whether you have issues with weight, finances, relationships, or any other area of your life, your perception that you have a problem is the most significant roadblock to transforming your life. Join renowned author and transformational coach Freeman Michaels live every Monday at 4 p.m. Central for his remarkable new show, It's Not a Problem, It's a Pattern, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
2: Inspiration only takes a moment. Consider these inspirational thoughts from the Quest for Prayer from Unity House Books. Holding a special, loving thought for other people benefits us as much as it benefits them. In fact, in some ways, even more so. Consider, for example, what happens when you wash your car with a hose. What gets clean first? The inside of the hose, of course because the water must rush through the hose before it can clean the car. So it is when we hold loving thoughts for someone. As those loving thoughts rush through us, they bless us first. It is a win-win situation.
0: This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity.